Hey guys, welcome to the Ramon Foster Show. Ramon is traveling today down to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. It's something that he's done a couple of years in a row now. He gets some inside stuff, if you'll recall from last year, because he's right out there on the field. He's talking to scouts. He's talking to coaches. He finds out this and that about the coordinator. I'm guessing maybe he'll share some of that this week, but he wasn't able to come on this show and I'm thinking, I'm coming back from the Steelers complex uh, where the Art Rooney session was today. And I, I was in there for the interview, and I, there's so much good stuff to talk about that I didn't want to just pull the plug on the whole episode for the day. So we're here. We're going to do this. It's only going to be about a half hour, but I'm happy to take your questions, your comments, your criticisms, whatever it is that you got, uh, including as it relates uh, to the Rooney session today. There was a lot of ground that was covered. So on that note, I don't have a bell to ring, so I'm just going to say ding. Steven says, I am excited to hear about the Rooney session. Good. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I want. I want everybody. We're just going to do. Consider this to be like a, a half hour long, uh, hey moan without moan. Unless you count. Uh, let me get through this way. This guy peeking up from the bottom of the screen. Mike in Texas says, "DK does Rooney pick his words carefully, like Mike T does." Reason I ask. He said something about quality quarterback play, and then when talking about Mason, he used the term quality play. Yeah, that's kind of what I was hoping would come up first. I have a written column that's up on DK Pittsburgh Sports right now. In fact, I typed up just enough to get it at the top of our site before I would start doing this show, in which I have a collection of Rooney quotes that all works together, kind of like a college-level logic course that seems to point toward what you're pointing toward. Rooney said... I'm going to read a little bit of this out loud for you here. As it related to what he felt was most important about uh, this past season. I think it's fair to say that I do feel that we're closer this year at this stage of the game than we were at this point last year. Thought we had a really solid rookie class. A few guys who really stepped in and are solid starters for the future. We need to do that again. Need to have another good draft class. But yeah, I think we have a core group of players that we can compete with this group. And as I've said, I think the biggest thing we need is quality play at the quarterback position. And he'd go on to say, this is a separate quote, I think Mason really showed number one, he did show that what we're capable of on offense with the personnel that we have here right now, that's encouraging in terms of Mason's ceiling, let's say. I don't know that we've seen his ceiling yet. We appreciate what Mason did. We're interested in bringing Mason back. That's not me making something out of it. That is me reading it to you right off of our transcript from being in the room. That is... He's not saying that Mason's number one. In fact, he acknowledges in a different quote that I didn't read to you that he's not even signed. He did reiterate uh, his exact words, we want Mason back. Those were the four words on that front. 
but you know, geez, <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to say, oh, we thought Mason did well. He, you know, he filled in, showed us what he could do, whatever else here. What he said instead was, we were the best version of ourselves for those four games. We, the collective, the Pittsburgh Steelers, both sides of the football. That's, um, that's something, you know, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Ernest wants to know, did Mr. Rooney talk about Coach T's extension? He did. He said that what matters to him more than anything about that role, about head coach, is the ability to get the most out of his players, to make sure that they're in tune, that they're not, you know, let me find the exact quote here so I don't misparaphrase him, all right? Here it is. I think the players still respond to Mike, and that's number one. He still has the key characteristics that we saw when we hired him. He can keep the attention of a group of 20-year-olds for a whole season and keep them in the fight the whole way. I still feel good about Mike. If I didn't, we'd make a change. If we didn't think Mike was able to lead us to a championship, he wouldn't be here. That's why he's here. That's as starkly as I've ever heard him address that. Steven says that Rooney said he's letting Mike Tomlin pick the next offensive coordinator. Does that concern you or no? It, it's not an issue. Steven, I reported back when Matt Canada was fired that it was Tomlin's decision. And I had a bunch of people questioning me about that. Guess who reiterated that or affirmed my reporting on that today emphatically? Rooney. He said it was Tomlin's decision to fire Matt Canada. It's going to be Tomlin's call on the next coordinator. They talk about it, like I've told you also, Omar Khan is in there, Andy Weidel is in there, but it's Tomlin's call. Brian wants to know why we should believe that this is the year that Mike T can hire a quality OC and a quality quarterback coach. I don't know. <laughs> it's not my job. You know, He's not done it in the past, so the precedent is working against him. Michael Walker says, hey DK, do you know of other teams looking at Mason? Uh, he's not technically a free agent. The NFL's free agency season hasn't opened. So if somebody was looking at him, that would involve tampering. Barber says, would you think that Mason is a top priority? I'm not sure why you put that in quotes, Barber. That wasn't, just to be clear with everybody else, that wasn't anything that, uh, that Rooney spoke. There wasn't any discussion of a top priority. Uh, would I think that signing a player at the most important position who just performed for you the way that Rudolph did would be a priority, if not the number one priority? Sure. Yeah, I would say it would be. John says, why is Moan not moving? He's just peeking out. Want to see a neat trick, John? Watch this. I can do this. She showed me how to do this earlier. You ready? See, I can make him move. I can make him go up and down. And wait, there's one more trick. Wait, that's not it. It was right here. Are they liking and subscribing? Ramon hypothetically asks from afar. That's important. See, Moan is always making sure that you're doing the right thing by this show. Like and subscribe. We're a thousand away from 30,000 subscribers. A thousand. If everybody who watched this one episode today, presuming you weren't already subscribed, just subscribed, we would be at that mark in the moment. Daniel says, hey, DK, what's your thoughts on how our linebacker room will look next year? I assume you're referring to inside linebacker as opposed to outside linebacker, which seems pretty much set. Uh, 
And if Marcus Golden is retained, then boy, I really hope that he would be. You'll have all four of your OLBs back on the inside. I mean, where do you start? Landon Roberts is signed for another year. Uh, and so is Cole Holcomb for that matter. But you want to talk about a uh, an injury to overcome. I don't even want to trigger anybody's memories of what happened to his knee, but uh, one would hope for Holcomb's sake that he's he's able to come back. I would say that you're going to see pretty much a start from scratch, and if you see Khan and Weidel do their thing as they did with this trio that they had going into this year, I wouldn't sweat too much about it. I mean, I, I think you'd be looking at, if you got yourself another Cole Holcomb, Quan Alexander, and Landon Roberts, and Roberts was your third best guy out of that group, that's that's something. Um, Richard says, hey, DK, Art didn't shoot down your idea of a dome. Sounds like there's still a chance. He did not shoot down my dome. In fact, what you don't know is that after the formal thing was done as he's leaving the room, I even told him how he could build one. I said, you could... Like in Seattle, if you ever been to Seattle and seen their baseball stadium, the the roof of where the Mariners play slides off the stadium to cover these train tracks that run behind both the Mariners and the Seahawks stadiums. And I mentioned that to him, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, so, okay, cool." So you start the dome over CCAC on the north side and just have it. Anyway, they're not going to build a dome, and I don't know that what I want one either. Domes, man, they hit a cityscape hard. They dominate the way your city appears, and I really don't like the idea of anything overwhelming uh, the Golden Triangle. Josh Dobbs says, DK the Puppet Master. I don't even get that. Oh, because I had my hand up here like this over Moan. <laughs> Mr. CJ came in late once enough. Moan took a sick day. Now he's heading down. He's doing work. He's heading down to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Uh Spy guy says inside linebackers are a question that'll be it'll remain the biggest question entering free agency and maybe even maybe even well into it. Ben says, "Hey DK, was there anything that you read from the demeanor of Rooney today? There's some urgency, perhaps." I try this with him all the time, which is to take the various pieces of what he says and come up with what the central theme might be. In other words, something that he'll mention two or three times, even unprovoked. In the recent past, as I mentioned to him today, he's focused on the running game. So I brought up the running game as well. We can talk about that some other time, just to see what he felt about, you know, what the state of it is, given that it was his emphasis in the past. His emphasis today, not based on questioning, his own, was on quarterback play. He feels that the Steelers became the kind of football team that they should be in the final four games because of, according to him, the quarterback play. Eric says Art Smith is the most predictable candidate, Jan. I, I, you know, as far as the offensive coordinator goes, I, I wouldn't be getting too much into that. One of the things that came up with him, uh, with Rooney today, was that he sees this process is not being close to complete. Uh, he didn't rule out that they'd be interested in people who are participating in the Super Bowl, which is obviously two weeks away. Uh, he mentioned the Senior Bowl. There's guys that you can run into down there. This is him talking, not me. So 
he said he likes the three candidates they've interviewed so far. Uh, Art Smith is probably the one that doesn't fit that young, super smart guy. Not that I know whether or not Art Smith is smart. I'm just talking about the image of the, 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 the genius that's right out of college type of guy. You know, so I, I, I wouldn't get too much into that here. Um, domes are for soft teams like the Cowboys, says Murph. Pittsburgh is football weather. No domes, says Mike. You know what? I, you don't, I hate to break this to people. You don't put a dome on your place because of anything having to do with football. If you talk to these people who build these dome stadiums, football is like the last thing that's a priority. They want to be able to use the place for all kinds of events indoors. And Heinz Field really doesn't have a footprint for that or an existing roof for that. But this was, I I actually reported a few months ago that they were not considering a dome. So all this was today was just me making small talk. I wouldn't read anything into it. Deborah says, I read your notes on the website. That website, by the way, is dkpittsburghsports.com. And this, the article and all of our content on there is free for everyone to read now. Rooney seems to be happy enough to say that Kenny could learn from how Mason had quality play and had the offense responding to him for those four games. Am I reading into it too much? You are, Deborah. I, I don't think he was finger-wagging at Kenny there at all, meaning the whole, you know, no, I didn't learn anything uh, moment that Kenny had late in the season with a reporter. This was... This was Rooney saying that position needs to be better. And when that position is better, or when it was better over those final four games, we like the team we have. We like the offense we have. Guys, it's not really any different than what Ramon and I have been saying on this show uh, ever since Rudolph stepped in. We liked what Rudolph did, but we liked way more what it did for everybody else. On that offense, that was the difference that was made. Now everything made sense. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not see the owner saying that today. I did not envision that when I went into that room. I was surprised. Francesco says, hey, DK, what should the Steelers do with the defensive line? Cam and Larry O, Meaning, of course, Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi combined for $35 million cap hit. I believe that's absurd. Uh, All Rooney had to say about Cam, because there's some players which you have to speak so respectfully that you're not going to entertain too many questions about it. And all all Art had to say was, listen, you know, we want Cam back. You know, I'm not going to get into all of that here. he even left open the idea that Cam could be here beyond next season. So that was probably the only newsy thing that came in terms of in terms of that response. Brian says, I can't remember the last time the Titans beat the Steelers. Why would we want their X off? Don't oversimplify this. I'm not going to be too much into the coordinator stuff, I, I swear. Uh because there's just nothing there. It's just all a bunch of... We know who the three guys are that are being interviewed, and nobody's been hired yet. Nova Racer says, Hey, DK, that's good. I like that. The way Rooney talks about Mason along with the players, does that give you more hope that if Mason re-signs, Tomlin will finally give him his fair shot? Well, 
This is a valid subject from today because Rooney himself used the word competition. In fact, just to make sure that, I, again, I'm going to keep doing this for you guys because I don't want you to think I'm paraphrasing incorrectly or whatever here. Uh, as it relates to competition, I'm going to find it here. Uh, compete, competition. Mm, actually, give me a second and I'll just do a search here and save everybody the hemming and hawing on this. Competition. It is up. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. Competition. Yeah. He, he wants to see players compete. He feels that it's good and healthy for players to compete. And he said that in reference to a competition at quarterback. So now you have the owner on the record as wanting that, as saying that he feels that's what's best. And that's, again, that's one of those things that people like me can bring up at Latrobe when you see something that doesn't look like a competition. Do you follow what I'm saying here? Uh, he sees that as the right thing to do. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Ronaldo Gutierrez has nothing against Kenny, but Mason has paid his dues. I, I don't... As much as I'm in favor of Mason Rudolph being this team's quarterback in 2024... I don't think it should be because he paid his dues or because of his storyline any more than I believe that Kenny Pickett should be the quarterback because he was a first-round pick or his own storyline in the city. Just play the best guy. Put the narratives down. Shoot the TV reality stuff out the window and just play the best guy. You know? Uh, Skunkworks asks, everyone needs to evaluate how they missed Mason's development from owner to coach to media. That was a massive miss. Skunkworks says, uh, I am going to find for you the question that I asked on that specific subject. And I think it is right here. Here it is. I asked of Rooney, did Mason Rudolph get overlooked? What do you do about that? You know, he was right here under your nose. For half a decade the response was it's hard to say whether he would have had the same results if he started the whole season meaning mason i mean this wasn't the first season he played for us overall i think mason's results as a starting quarterback in this league have been positive for the most part we know that and we know that going forward that's one of the reasons why we want to have him back whether he should have played more prior to this, I'm not going to speculate on that at this point. Which was what I thought the whole answer was going to be. Just that last sentence. But I give him credit for, you know, answering it. And he did, somewhat. But you'll notice that not him, not Mike Tomlin, not anybody will acknowledge that they did anything wrong. Or that they missed anything as it relates to Mason Rudolph, which is wild. But it also says a little bit about how stubborn they can be, even when they claim they're not being that. I'm going to take one more question here and then do a break, only so that I can finally have a sip of this coffee that she made. Look how nice this is. Do you see when it's in layers like that? Layers are nice. Even before you stir it up, you can just kind of admire it in its layer phase. 
Uh, S4000 says Mason is a late bloomer, and that's fine. Timing couldn't be more perfect for this team. No more QB carousel. Uh, Indigenous Black says, do you think the Steelers will draft a quarterback or bring one in free agency? Well, the answer to that is uh, they have to. And Rooney also acknowledged that you can expect to see things new in the quarterback room. So could that mean a third quarterback, a fourth quarterback, both of which are still needed? And, And I'm saying this presuming the obvious that Mitch Trubisky gets cut. There's obviously, technically, there's three of them. And even then, not necessarily three because Mason isn't signed. So we'll see how all that plays out. We will be back while I am indulging in this, and I'm going to stall you for at least 29.5 seconds or the entire duration of our little TV commercial. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. That's progress. Look at that. Ah, Renee comes in with 20 gift subscriptions. We love you, Renee. Thank you so much. And thanks on behalf of the 20 people that are now going to turn on their accept gifts so that they can do that. Uh, Ben Cohen says, what position would you rather see the Steelers go after with their first rounder this year, DB or OL? I, I am aware that in this draft class, there aren't any real great first-round centers. So you can take the Marquise Pouncey vision or Creed Humphrey vision, whichever one you'd happen to have, and and throw it out. You can still get a center in the second round. But from a first-round emphasis, I, I would say all things being equal, I really need the Pittsburgh Steelers to start stocking up on the interior of the defensive front. That is, that is, somebody mentioned it earlier, and I apologize for forgetting the name, but you can't have $35 million in cap space tied up in two guys that are over 30. Uh, it, it's, it's not enough, and you can't have your defensive line not getting the pressure that you needed, the interior pressure, pass rush pressure. They held their own, those two guys, plus Keanu Benton, although Benton kind of wore down as the season went along. But they need more splash out of that group, not just run-stopping. They did do the run-stopping. Cody says, we're all assuming that the Steelers should be getting a new center, but what do you think happens with Mason Cole? Does he get moved or cut, etc.? I mean, yeah, you know, Mason Cole can do a couple of different things for you. If you remember, if you're aware of his background with the Vikings, he's also played other interior line positions so I, I don't know that I would throw him out. I don't know that you have to. Uh, he's not one of the guys that's making a, a ton of money on that line. So if you keep him around as your, you know, your first backup in the middle positions, maybe that works. And maybe you say from a cap standpoint that we'd rather just have Nate Herbig, who hardly ever played, but is capable of uh, both guard and center. Come on, where's this stuff about the Rooney thing? I'm getting all this, like, so who do you think we're going to take in the draft? I just met with the 
the owner of the team, and I'm getting this fantasy stuff. Uh, let's see what else we have here. See, this is what I mean. Like, this is Lyle wants to know, is Tomlin going to waste another draft pick on a punter? Give me some stuff, you know? I just met with the owner of the franchise. Uh, anything on the start side? New. No. Uh, Joshua Dobbs says, nobody cares, LOL. I don't even know what he's referring to. Uh, Steven says that, uh, yeah, Rooney mentioned this today, that Pittsburgh will host an NFL draft in the not-too-distant future. That sounds like they already know the year, and they already have a lot of the plans set up. I am very into this concept, just as I am very offended that one of the great iconic franchises in this sport has yet to have its city host a Super Bowl. And I couldn't care less about a dome, okay? You put one in New York, you opened the floodgates. MetLife Stadium doesn't have anything remotely resembling indoor conditions. They held one there. There's no reason to not hold one in Pittsburgh. And boy, can we handle it. I've heard that one too in the past. We don't have hotel rooms or whatever. We held a G7. The whole world came here a few years ago we can definitely we can definitely handle a super bowl and jessica's completely with me on this one do we have any good rooney questions here that's why i'm doing this show uh eric says did art talk about the areas of needed improvement he did he did he talked about the quarterback position now he no seriously he even when he was asked about another area of offense he kind of shot it down I, I asked about the running game he said he loves having he referred to them as a two-headed monster Najee Harris and Jalen Warren uh, he was asked about the offensive line he said he thought they got better over the course of the year can they get even better sure there wasn't anything other than quarterback on the offensive side and to attempt to answer your question fully Eric when the defense came up all he had to say, he said, look, I hate to say this because it never looks good or sounds good and it, because it's an excuse, but I mean, and he's right. He, they were missing half their guys. They were missing half their guys. They were missing the entire interior. So you see Josh Allen throwing to, was it Dalton Kincaid on a touchdown? You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Over poor Miles Jack and one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, no. You know, that's not, a de that's not a defensive assessment that you can make without including, without including that he's operating with a really damaged group. Mr. CJ wants to know if Rooney walked out on you guys. No, he didn't. <laughs> Although I didn't care when the other guy did it. Uh, Skunkworks wants to know if Rooney talked about using something other than the division of Jumbo trying to make challenge decisions. The challenges didn't come up. Uh, the session was around 23 minutes, and I was the only one to bring up, I think I was, I, certainly the first one to bring up the stadium in general. Uh, you're asking about how Tomlin handles replays, though. I see what you're doing. Okay, never mind. Um, no, never came up. Never came up. Probably should have, but again, these things are, these things are never perfect. Dan wants to know what Rooney said. What? that surprised me easily the line about the quarterbacks uh but i'll also throw one other one in i thought that there was a bit of a money quote here 
Because he was asked about the team not having won a playoff game since 2016. And I'm going to read this to you in full. Yeah, I think there's an urgency. I think everybody, from myself to Mike to guys who've been on the team for a while, TJ, Cam, everybody, we've had enough of this. It's time to get some wins. It's time to take these next steps. I think there's some urgency here for sure. Now, that's probably, if I had to guess, knowing the news business, the one that's going to lead most people's coverage of this. I was way more taken by his line about the quarterback. Because when he says that Mason Rudolph came in and showed, I think, what we're capable of when we do get quality play at the quarterback position, I'm telling you, every antenna went up in that room. Nobody was expecting that. Uh, Sparky says, uh, did Rooney talk about any other coaching changes outside of the OC? Not specifically, but Sparky, and I don't have this one right in front of me, he did say with a new coordinator coming in, you know, that there would be changes to the offensive staff. He used the word staff, as I recall. Uh, He didn't get specific beyond that. But you can imagine that all of those guys who are in there right now, who are still in there, are kind of like, Boy, I really hope they make this higher sometime soon so we can find out if we have jobs or not, which is part of the urgency um, that's in there. Tube says, hey, DK, in your best estimation, what makes Rooney still remain confident in Tomlin? He said it himself. He said that he can handle the 20-year-olds. He can keep them focused and fired up for a full season, and he said that's always number one, and I've always known that about Rooney. He's always respected that the most about Tomlin. Uh, James says, hey, DK, did uh, Mr. Rooney talk about the coaching staff at all? Yep, just brought that up. Um, any news about playing in Europe? New. Lori wants to know, did Rooney mention any concerns about Kenny's durability? He did not. He did not. Uh, all of the, the focus on Kenny was he, he would split it into two parts. He would talk about his moxie and his toughness and how hard he works. And that was the positive. And then whenever it came to talking about tangibles, he would say the stuff that he needs to work on. So, again, read into it. Read into it. What did you, you know, whatever it is that you want. Uh, Steven says, who all was in the session? Uh, there was about eight or nine of us there. I'm not getting into the names. Uh, Our site has been invited to this session every year that we've existed. This is our 10th year uh, of existence. For those of you who think of this as just like a YouTube channel or whatever, this is just something that we do on the side. I don't mean to downplay it or dismiss it. This is not our thing. Our thing is on our website at DK Pittsburgh Sports. Really have fun with it, though. Greg says Mason was one of the best quarterbacks in the league for the last three games the regular season. Rooney mentioning that we might not have seen his ceiling was pretty friggin' awesome. Yeah, I think it was appropriate, too, though, because they're the ones who've limited him to a dozen games over five years. They did that. So imagine if he'd said, you know, well, he's 28 years old, and this is pretty much what... This is pretty much what uh, we think he is. You know, I, I don't think he was in a position to do that, but he also didn't have to answer 
the way you did. Uh, did Art mention Najee or pad extensions? No extensions were brought up other than the one thing that came up regarding Cam. And also, Art wouldn't do that. Uh, and Art, in, in, in Najee's case, remember, too, that we're talking about a, we're talking about a fifth-year option. Uh, did Rooney have anything to say about Omar and White old Jimmy? Yeah, he did. It was actually kind of interesting. I'm, gra- I'm glad you bring this up. He said of the two that one of the things that impressed him the most was their ability to roster manage in season. And that, while that's not something that is ever going to make big headlines or get the fans super stoked, there was a special level of that, as Rooney himself brought up, when it came to finding pieces and parts for the defense. Think about this. Uh, when you think about finding, uh, you know, Marcus Lowe for, the, for safety, uh, bringing back Miles Jack, how about Michael Walker at inside linebacker? Now, not all of these guys were stars and whatever else here, but you did see, you did see them, them bring in people who could help and just patch the holes in the boat. Uh, he liked that. And I think that was a pretty good thing to bring up because most people think of GM's jobs being done once the season starts, and these guys had to had to really go at it. No, Brian, he didn't mention you. Uh, yes, other Brian, this was a private press conference. Just a, Like I said, just a handful of reporters there. Uh, and again, our site has been there from day one and will be there forever and ever. We're not any different than any other media outlet uh, around here in terms of that sort of thing. Uh Brian's another Brian. How many Brian's we have here today? He says, did Rooney say anything that gives you the, that would give him confidence that Kenny can be the guy? He he said something about how every year he was at Pitt, he got better. If you want to take that as a sign, but again, when you have the owner of the franchise saying that we found ourselves in those last four games because we got the quarterback play that we needed, I mean, damn people. Let's not overinterpret. Eric Rowe was indeed a beast. Was that something, huh? Also, stop asking me about other reporters and putting their names in here. It's just it's not it's not my thing. Okay, we're not going to do it, and not no matter what the context is. Uh, we have our own website. We have our own sports operations. Simple as that. Uh, Mike Jones wants to know from me. We're just going to take a couple more today. Do you think we should go after Tyler Boyd? Keep Allen Robinson and trade Deontay Johnson. Uh, don't be thinking about Tyler the way you would have thought about him about two or three years ago. Uh, Tyler is a lot closer to the Allen Robinson phase of his career than Deontay is, and Deontay does get open, and Deontay did some good things with Mason at quarterback. Okay, Deontay also got away from not getting enough credit from this. Uh, got away a lot from that backward running he would still do a little bit of a spin but he wouldn't just go out and out backward two or three yards and then get slammed down Uh, sv says is there talk within the nfl owners meetings of expanding the number of players on the roster due to the league-wide number of injuries there is no uh nova says hey dk do you feel that rooney is finally doing that deep dive into the team I don't know, and I, but if you had to ask me to take a guess, I got the sense today that things weren't really all that different. I, I didn't get the sense that, yeah, we're going to need to figure out everything that we did wrong. They were, and he was, uplifted 
by those final four games. He felt like they showed their true selves once they had, here it is again, NFL caliber quarterbacking. And that, and he, he had praise for Tomlin in terms of getting the team to, to 10 wins despite the injuries, despite some uncertainty at other spots. Um, as I might have mentioned, did I mention the Canada stuff earlier? Somebody asked me about the Matt Canada stuff, and I'll answer it. Um, but he, he also brought up the Matt Canada situation, uh, what his what his role was in that. Jeff says, did Rooney say he watches the Ramon Foster show? He didn't, but he, he, you just know that he does. You know, look at Ramon down there peeking at us still. Uh, Sergio Perez wants to get a new athletic trainer. That's not why players are getting hurt. That's It's just not. I mean, there already is going to be a new strength and conditioning coach, for those of you who don't know. Um, Jackson says, hey, DK, after the three-game skid, which, by the way, Rooney was really spirited on about how tough that was, those three losses uh, to Arizona, New England, and Indianapolis. You were pretty clear they should move off Tomlin, in your opinion. Do you still feel that way with the winning streak to end the year? What I was clear about, Jackson, and you can go back and look at it, the exact wording was that if that were to continue, then Rooney needs to consider all options up to and including replacing the head coach. When I out-and-out call for somebody to get fired, you don't have to wonder about it. You don't have to read between the lines. I put it in great big bold letters. Ask Matt Canada. So that didn't happen. Uh, I did say that it was getting pretty dark out and that Rooney really needed to look at this even if even if the team bounced back, that he needed to look at stuff. The team did bounce back. Uh, Dan says, oh, what a coincidence. Dan says, ask the question that I just asked him to ask. <laughs> what did Rooney say about the Matt Canada situation? He said it was tough, uh, meaning for the organization, you never like to do that, meaning firing anybody midseason, uh, reiterating a long-standing Rooney policy. He also affirmed my reporting at the time, and he did so emphatically that it was Tomlin's decision, just as this coordinator will be Tomlin's decision. Uh, he went so far as to say, I would never get involved in that sort of thing. Uh, that That's not the exact wording. It's something about not wanting to cross those lines, uh, that was significant. Now, how many people are going to choose to believe it? Because you know the way society is now. Everybody just wants to believe the first thing that they believed and never admit that they're wrong. But they were wrong. They were wrong. That This was 100% this decision made by Tomlin. Uh, John says... Uh, Hey, DK, do players ever get mad and tell you to stop grilling them like cheese? They may not use that. Uh, nobody's ever used that saying. Uh, people you interview get mad at you all the time. That's just this business. Uh, that's, that's something that happens probably once out of every four times you're in a certain situation. You know, that's just the nature of the job. If you don't like that, you, you really shouldn't be doing this. Um, uh, Hey, DK, not sure if you've already talked about this. Ray asks, did Rooney like the running game to the point where they're going to extend Najee? Uh, Rooney, I asked about this. I asked about the running game, and his response was that he he felt that it was really getting there. 
Uh, he didn't say anything about extending Najee. Remember, again, Najee's got a fifth-year option, so you don't have to technically do some sort of long-term extension, although it might make some sense. But that was a – he said yes, more than in the past. He liked the running game. Uh, and then the last one we're going to take today is from Allen in Maryland, who says when Rooney said – an OC decision was imminent. He didn't say that. He said sooner rather than later. Did you get the impression that a selection would be made pre-Super Bowl? Um, yes, a little bit. So I, I, I don't know that I, I'd take that one too far because I'm just going off an impression and off the fact that we were asking questions about Super Bowl eligibility, and there wasn't a whole lot of certainty in the room, including from the Steelers portion of people in that room, about whether or not you can even do that. So it didn't sound like it was a priority, meaning to wait for the Chiefs and the 49ers to be done. Does that make sense? So you can read into that what you want. That's all I'm doing here. Um, and... Is that it? Yeah, 22. Josh says 22 is getting a fifth-year period. He might. He might. We'll see. Anyway, guys, that's all I have for today. I want to thank a couple of people uh, for coming in with uh, with gifts and so forth. Stella came in with $20 uh, donation to my coffee requirements. That buys like two of these. But, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Renee says uh, Renee came in with 20 gifts. That was brought up before. And Rico buys his way into the actual last question said did you ask mr rooney how he feels about the ravens choking away another playoff game that would have been my first question rico that's why you're in whatever it is that you do and i do this for a living guys listen thank you so much for being on here today uh for jumping in and for being patient uh with me and not having ramon around it's it's always a little bit different but i, I gotta tell you i find at least a little bit of comfort and Ramon's presence down there in that right corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, he does this, too. See that? Ah, there he is. And then he's down again. And then up again. And then he's reminding everybody that you need to like and subscribe. You see that? He will be back tomorrow. But he's going to do it from Mobile, Alabama. So we might be getting some good draft-type stuff from him. All right? See you guys tomorrow. And this is where I hit the banner to have the outro. You guys get to see the crude operation here when I'm forced to do the whole thing myself. <laughs>